Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Excellent. Okay, cool. Um, I just hit record on my personal end. All right. Your personal end is none of my business. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Feel free to let that start the podcast pre-jingle because genuinely I have no interest in your personal end. Not at this time, not ever. Uh, and, yet, and yet I've expressed deep interest in your dog's personal end or the, the yeah. material that comes out of it anyways. Yes. Yes. We, uh, look, let's face it, Kevin, we all talk too much about our dog's pooping schedule. We, you just know you do. <laughs> Here we go. In three, two, one. If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before and you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores, you don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur. If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for. It's not a car. It's not a bus. Hop on board. You're safe with us. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the bandwagon. Go Rams, go now. Come on in. All aboard. When the Rams get eliminated from the playoffs... We uh, instead focus on uh, dogs' poop and butt jokes. Yeah, we so. dogs eliminating something else. <laughs> yeah, yes, there you go. well done. It's, it's yeah. the mind turns to more mundane things already. Uh, Kevin and I have shifted our focus to. That's not entirely true. I, no. I'm. Uh, I I will tell you. Um, given uh, not, I guess by the time we record this, considerably less than twenty four hours. But you know. Mm-hmm. Generally, most of a full day since uh, the very close loss to the Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. um, I am not upset or ashamed or uh, disappointed, yes, because yeah. I think that is a game that the Rams absolutely could have won. I also believed it was going to be exactly the kind of, kind of game it was. Yep. And it was, while not exactly thrilling from the standpoint of nobody had like a winning drive to, you know, I mean, we didn't have the chance to, to be the last one to score. I mean, we could have been the last, I mean, 
I don't think the Lions scored for like a quarter and a half. No, I thought um, it was going to come down to a last drive. I thought we were going to get yeah. the ball back, and and that that was going to decide it. Yeah. So it ended with more of a whimper than a bang. Mm-hmm. And uh, but having said that, the, neither team made a bunch of mistakes. Uh, yeah. Neither team looked. Look, both teams looked at times freaking brilliant. There were no turnovers. Uh, I don't. Th- am, am I right on that? No there, fumbles. No there interceptions. Were, there were no fumbles. Yeah. Neither quarterback had an interception. Yep. Uh, there were a few penalties that may have you know swayed things one way or the other. And yeah. when it comes to the Rams, I think they played exactly the kind of game they needed to play. And sure, we could do a whole bunch of what ifs. Like what if maybe they had if well. Certainly, if they had scored in that opening, uh, scored a touchdown in that opening drive, I think we would have had a very different ending to that game. Yeah, uh, that doesn't mean that Detroit wouldn't have still had the ball maybe at the end. Um, but uh, the, the the field goal there, and then the field goal uh, in the latter part of the game when there was still plenty of time left. I don't think anybody should second guess McVeigh's choice on that. Yeah, uh, you, you, you take the guaranteed points yep. because there were still like six or seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. I agree. We still, needed the and, points. Yeah. Yeah. But we just couldn't score uh, the last couple of times uh, we did have the ball. And that was... And both defenses... Did played well, you know. I know just, that's what I was. I was thinking the same thing. It was a like really this good was, game. This was there. There were very few punts, very few turnovers, um, and and a lot of scoring. And that would normally lead you to believe that it was two really bad defenses. But really, it was just two really well-oiled offenses doing a great job, and the defenses were doing the best they could, and they were making plays. I mean, we the Rams got a big stop in the in the fourth quarter there late to. Give right. us a chance. I mean, it was just two Lions really had, good teams. Uh, you know, a couple of sacks. On, yeah. uh, you know, on on, on Stafford. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, uh, Goff played lights out. Yeah. When he had the chance. I mean, both here. Two things about this: both teams have established, and I think other teams in the NFL are also establishing this, that a running game is kind of becoming important again. Yeah. And for the longest, and we I think we brought this up before, but both teams had a running back who could break through and and pick up some big yardage yeah. not 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 a ton Montgomery for the Lions only rushed for 57 yards but it was enough to keep the Rams like wondering where it was going to go next mm-hmm. Kyron Williams ran for 61 yards not his best day but still same thing he would break through for, for so, so it gave both quarterbacks an opportunity to hand the ball off get a chunk of yardage, occasionally break to get a first down so they could take some chances on first and second down. Goff only threw 27 passes, mm-hmm. but he completed 22 of them. I know, He yeah. only had five incompletions. He started 10 for 10, He did, and it was yeah. like, and I was like, he's not going to miss any. This is incredible. Yeah. 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 He was so on, on his game and, and accurate, and there was no chance for for either team to get a takeaway. Stafford was kind of, he, he had a few more incompletions. He threw a lot more passes because there was a little bit more of a sense of, you know, needing to score yep. in that last quarter. A couple of drives where, you know, a few big plays got him big yardage, but we just couldn't, you know, red zone stuff was uh, was the biggest problem for the Rams yesterday. Look, it, it was a, it was the best game of the weekend, that's oh, for sure. Oh, it they, was not a lopsided, blowouty, you know, Talking thing. about, you know, dog poo-poo, that was the first three games <laughs> where, where I would describe them. If I had to pick three words or, or maybe two words and one that's hyphenated, it would be dog poo-poo. Sure. Uh, dog, dog poo-poo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, I, I, and frankly, I'm, I, I did not realize 
I was working with such a potty mouth. And I, I, this is, ble- do you want me to bleep out the poo-poos? Is that what you'd like me to do? Clearly, <laughs> yeah. If you wouldn't mind, because you're going to, the, the five people who listen to this are going to be... <laughs> Writing letters. Yeah, like <laughs> scooting along, forward and ahead. Um, I... Yeah, I uh, well uh, the um, well look. I think that it, personally, I don't know how you feel about this, Kevin, because I know both of us now are 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 the kind of fan that will go. Well, now we want to know. Now we want to f- pick a team to root for through the rest yeah. of the playoffs, and you have made your case before mm-hmm. that on the chance that the Lions did win, that you are still very much a supporter of Jared Goff yeah. from his time at the Rams, which I think is admirable. Not everybody would feel that way. And and also, if uh, you know, sometimes when you get beaten by a team, you have this resentment. I think that's yeah. reasonable. I, it's such a great story. Uh, I mean, the one thing Detroit got out of it was uh, after a playoff drought of, what was it, 32 years since a playoff Th- yeah, win? Yeah, 30 plus. Yeah, something like that. 30 to 32, somewhere in there. Yeah. And only... Six years from the worst record in football. Yeah, <laughs> you know, going yeah. oh eight. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, the the only thing that might have uh, the fact that the it, it is the Lions and it is Goff and 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 also uh, Amon Ross. Uh, yeah, uh, St. Brown. Amon Ross, St. Brown, who is a USC guy who is a an excellent receiver. Uh, had uh, he's 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 a star in the making. Yep. Um, the only thing that maybe took away some of the pain of a Rams loss was to see how badly the Cowboys got beat. That, <laughs> yeah, that was that yeah. was that was that was the that was the wind beneath my wings I didn't know I was gonna need for the rest of the of the day. What a pick me uh, up that was, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that was that pretty was, and, brutal, and literally brutal the whole and team yeah. and everybody in the stands Probably the the emoji that best suits the entire cowboy nation is that one with the with the two arms yeah. <laughs> up, up in the air. Like, what's going on? I know. And oh. isn't it just like it's weird because I I can only imagine being a Cowboys fan because I'm not I'm obviously not a Cowboys fan and I'm feeling like I'm just watching the same tape play at the end of every season. It's like that, that's the it. Cowboys that's show it. up and they stink it up and they're out of the playoffs like that. It's just it has got to be not fun to be a Cowboys fan. I get, come on this bandwagon if you happen to be a Cowboy fan. We yeah, we may have not I, have, we may have lost two, but at least we put up a fight. You know. Yeah, the, the, I mean, I, I doubt Cowboys fans are going to start bailing because they just don't. All yeah. they do is just, you know, digging deeper to, to fire everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times can Dak's, Dak Prescott be? This is going to be the year he finally shows everybody what he can do, and he's he's just not. I mean, it's kind of the tone, Tony Romo situation yeah. uh, all over again, which was getting them close, getting them close, can't go further in the playoffs, getting them close. But this was. So unexpected on their part. Yeah, like they, I literally felt like, oh, these first two rounds at least we've we've already gotten. It. I mean, they, yeah. t- talk about looking too far ahead past a team that they absolutely had every belief that they would they would beat. And boy, Got I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a Jordan Love believer watching I, him play yesterday. The 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 little I, bit. I, of I like, might have for the first time in my life. I might have to root for the Packers. Well, I, I, just that's what's because. crazy is because to, to kind of and the anti and an anti 
Rogers uh, uh, exactly. rant too. And exactly. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Yeah. Well, you know, to kind of go back to what 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 started that that very <laughs> the very long trek into everything mm-hmm. that <laughs> happened this weekend is wild card weekend, yes, baby. I do I do believe to answer that question, I am rooting for the Lions from here on out. Yes. But what was interesting is as I was thinking about what other teams I'm actually interested in. The Packers were kind of the only other one that jumped out. And normally I wouldn't be a big Packers fan because they kind of, they have such a huge following and Aaron Rodgers, et cetera. But being that they're a bunch that is Jordan Love and and a bunch of kind of like, like non-stars more or less. Yeah. Doing this team in football. It's, it's hard not to root for them. I mean, it would be great to see that. I mean, I'm definitely rooting for the Packers to beat the Niners and then whoever the Lions play. I mean, maybe by the time you're listening, we, we know the answer to that, but most likely the Eagles, but who knows if the Bucks pull off an upset, uh, but yeah, you, don't know. you don't know. Cause the Eagles haven't been great either in the, uh, to end the season here. But uh, yeah, I would love to see a Lions Packers NFC championship matchup. I mean, I think that would be cool for, for that NFC North division. It would be cool for two young teams to be, uh, but, but I will say to, to, to answer the question, I'm. I think I'm rooting for the Lions all the way. I mean, I would. I, it is hard as a Rams fan to say that because I do think, like you were sort of alluding to, there probably are a lot of Rams fans who are a resentful about losing to the Lions. So how could we root for them at this point? B, you know, that's our former quarterback. There's no way I'm going to root for him. Um, kind of situation. But I just, I just think it, they're. I feel like they're the team that if if your team isn't in the playoffs, you're probably rooting for them. You're probably rooting for the yeah. Lions. A lot of people. It's it's hard to root for. And Eminem. I mean, you, when when Eminem is endorsing something, <laughs> you don't say yeah, no. You to gotta it. listen, right? Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta listen. listen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, it would surprise people based upon uh, last week's episode. My uh, furious rant <laughs> at uh, titled, I believe, Detroit is a loser city. <laughs> something which, along those uh, lines. Yeah. Which, by the way, I. I, everything I said in that piece, still I true. stand by today. Yeah. It's still true. The, the, this is just facts. The only thing that uh, the equation didn't uh, take into account is the fact that uh, most of the players on the Detroit Lions are not residents of Detroit, yeah. which is to their their benefit. Therefore, they you know they're happy to do it for the fans, and I am yeah. genuinely happy. For Detroit fans who yeah. have been sitting there and suffering for years with this kind of storied franchise that goes back decades and decades and being in the one city, the, the one thing they can look to in the wintertime to distract them from the miserable, uh, just uh, <laughs> bleak Arctic winter, sort of bleak <laughs> winter that they have to keep, distract them from the fact that they live in Detroit would be at least uh, a football game, and they've had such terrible teams for such a long time. Yeah. So I, I, I am happy for them from that standpoint. Uh, you did do, mention last uh, week briefly that they're, they have – they've had no good sports teams in quite a while because the the Detroit Tigers are one of the worst teams in baseball for the last decade. They made a World Series maybe 15 years ago and other than that have done nothing. Their last championship was in hockey, I, I yep, believe. Red, if, the Red Wings, the yeah. Right the, the, the Pistons have, have just been pretty abysmal. Uh, it's Terrible it's, season. Uh, it's yeah. Just, and, um, and yeah, so it's I'm happy for the city of Detroit. It was funny watching the game because actually referencing back to your last episode, you, if I recall, did not say anything really that negative about the team itself or about their potential no. performance so so you you no. were because no. it was funny my girlfriend
girlfriend said something like, oh, Larry's Larry's going to have to eat crow or something like that. I was, I was like, well, he didn't say anything about the team itself. The, the city is the, uh, is, is the problem here. Yeah. And every time during the broadcast that they showed that Detroit River, I was just shaking my head and saying, you <sighs> poser a, of a river. You are a, a freaking river. Poser That's a river. Straight. That's yeah. a straight. Don't even, don't even. <laughs> and I was trying word. to do the you math. Take... I was like, Canada is south. <laughs> that's south. If that side's Canada, that means that's south, but that should be north, right? That is so dumb, Detroit. That is so dumb. Larry, you've changed me. You've changed me. I I, all I, it's just facts, Kevin. You know, it's just sometimes you cannot, uh, in this time of, you know, uh, what, what is the truth, what is not, there are some <laughs> things that are just undeniable. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Come at me. Detroit. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Nobody, nobody came at me. You know, it's just like they can't even defend it because it was all fact, 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 fact. Yeah. Plus, their fingers are so freaking numb they can barely type right now. <laughs> so they wouldn't be able to do anything anymore. Uh, uh, well... Speaking of speaking of being freezing, by the way, you mentioned you, you mentioned uh, Tony Romo. He's calling the Bills Steelers game right now, and I know it's not great to talk about real time things and something that's going to come out. But right now, the Bills yeah. are winning twenty one to nothing over the Steelers. The Steelers have yeah. like punted and fumbled away every ball that they've had, so they're trending on keeping it so that the Lions Rams game may have been the only good game of the weekend. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. I'm sure and I'm hopeful that there will be some really good games ahead in the playoffs, but that one. That that's gearing up to be one of the best games of maybe this whole playoffs, and it's just it is unfortunate and kind of frustrating to see so many stinker games and think like, man, the Rams could have beaten any of these other teams, yeah. But we yeah. we we face a team that's that's probably going to be a really tough one to beat. It would it, it could have been a deep playoff run otherwise. It is. I was well, very sad when the game to, ended. I was very sad. Yeah, we would have had to have faced, you know. A Niners or a, at some point or, or the yeah. Niners. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah exactly. It's like the the, the 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 thing is about this this first wild card weekend, it, it it generally does weed out the the team that kind of squeaked in. I mean, I think yeah. Green Bay is is obviously the big exception here, and 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 for them, it might just be a matter of literally like they're so young yeah. that they have nothing to lose, and they just go out and play lights out, and they're and and peaking at the right time. I mean, they did not have a great start to the season, but they have what looks like a superstar leading them and a bunch of good players and a great coach. I mean, that game plan for green Bay was perfect against Dallas. So it's good. That's going to be interesting, but you're right. I mean, it's not unusual. Like I don't expect, again, we're talking about something that's not only not real. That's this isn't real time. It just hasn't happened yet. And by the time you listen to this, uh, it might've happened, but I, I expect the Eagles will pull it together and beat the Buccaneers, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that would be one kind of minor upset. And the Buccaneers did win their division yeah. with a nine and eight record yeah. out of a, what yeah. it was admittedly a very weak division. <laughs> yeah. So I think the games going forward typically are going to end up being much, much better. And, and, you know, all these guys know they have to, they have, this is, you don't want to be uh, going home. Uh, you, this is elimination time. And so everybody's going to be playing their absolute best game. And also, uh, depending on where some of these games are, 
uh, they're going to be in really, really wild weather. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking of the, um, the re, uh, I guess the Bill Steelers, did it get delayed or did they it start did. on time today? Well, it, well, oh yeah, it got delayed initially. It got pushed from Sunday to Monday. I believe it started on time, but it, it was very cool. During the broadcast, they showed a time lapse of the stadium and just filling up with snow and then emptying the snow. Yeah. And, and fans right. had to shovel their own seats out. Um, yeah, it was pretty remarkable. But well, I wouldn't be they surprised had volunteers. if they had yeah. a series of volunteers coming through they were only the only people allowed to travel yesterday were emergency vehicles and fans who had been given permission to come and and take snow and and some of the footage of it was hilarious because it was like these uh makeshift toboggans going down the aisles (laughs) of the stadium to, to you know just kind of push snow aside and uh and it's just a bunch of hearty buffalo you won't hear me Ripping on Buffalo no, today. Those I'm, m- I'm 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 all in on on these guys, and they're and they're you know th- they have the kind of the same thing, which is like look at this look at this desolation we live in yep. <laughs> that we have to go through every freaking year. None of this is a surprise. This snow stacking up every year, but uh, I well, don't know. Buffalo well, maybe, seems to have a I was going to say maybe, more je ne sais quoi. Maybe me. if the Bills advance, we'll get a special Buffalo episode from Larry Morgan, and you'll hear him actually talk speak nicely about a city. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm with you know I was I if I'm thinking about the AFC, I think I'm probably rooting for the Bills out of out of there just because I don't know I just they they I I can't help but think about losing three Super Bowls in a row in the '90s and wanting to see a team finally get the redemption, but I I don't know that they have the strength in this year's team, um, so it'll be interesting to to see. Um, I wanted to ask you a question or at least bring up a, a thought just to kind of bring it back to the Rams and you know we we talked about the performance between. Between Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford, and even if uh, even if Goff's complete uh, uh, completion percentage was better, Stafford was a beast in that game. And just yeah. you know, the point that kept being made is that he just you can't knock the guy down. I mean, you can you can't keep him down. Anyways, you can knock him down. You can't. Right. He he got the busted up finger. He got you know there was this the shot that it appeared that his eyes had rolled back into his head. Maybe even it, you know the, there was some oh, speculation yeah. oh, about yeah. that. And went off to the tent. Went off the tent. Went off that. to the tent. Yeah. yeah, and got the concussion protocol. And obviously, we could spend time talking about Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup and Kyron Williams and Aaron Donald. And and there, there's so much to say about all these great players. And there's a great future. Nakua ahead. wrapping up a season with uh, again at 100 plus. What did he have? 185 <laughs> yards receiving. Yeah, rookie, I mean, he rookie was a record. Monster. Rookie record for a playoff a game was was easily the best player on the field in that game. I mean, easily the best performance. Um, but my my thought about Matthew Stafford. You know, we think about the the uh, the the uh, Peyton Mannings and the Tom Brady's and the Aaron Aaron Rodgerses and these these iconic quarterbacks and it weirdly seems like Matthew Stafford doesn't get placed on that sort of Mount Rushmore and and yet he is one of the best quarterbacks of this era. And so I don't I don't really know what my question is other than I just want to gush about him. I just want to gush well, about like this man could be could go down as one of the best quarterbacks of all time and we're getting to see him do it, you know? I think it's really neat for us. Well, I think the the question maybe that you're that you're not asking but you want to ask is is a question that is getting asked ever since uh the championship and that's is is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? And mm-hmm. the general consensus is that he's not. Wow. And and that's even, I mean, usually the big threshold is at least win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Unless, and, and unless like a Dan Marino, unless you've had mm-hmm. some sort of obvious major impact on the game, which Dan Marino, I would, I could, I think we could objectively say, 
uh, was spectacular in every way. Yeah. And, and, you know, not getting a Super Bowl win during his tenure was not his fault yeah. necessarily. He yeah. did everything he could to get teams. He there. lost to those um, bills several times, actually, I believe, that made those three Super Bowls in a row. So that yeah. was part of the problem. So, yeah, and those were all, you know, that AFC at the time was just, you know, that was that was what you had. But mm-hmm. um, so, but yeah, I don't think people take him seriously. I think people consider him uh, from time to time an elite quarterback, but then they'll slip him. He, you know, yeah. he has a few bad weeks and they'll slip him back a little bit. He's, you know, he is getting older. He spent 12 years in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, they did not have a ton of success there, but he, he always helped him get close. Yeah. And he was always, but he's, you know, he's kind of that. He, he, in the mold of Favre, he's had more of a gunslinger period in his life than uh, he still has that a little bit now. But I, I genuinely think he's a smarter player now. He, he takes fewer chances. Uh, his accuracy is still strong. His arm is still strong. He's mm-hmm. a great leader. Mm-hmm. He's a, uh, he's, he, he, he reads defenses beautifully. I mean, that's what you want to do when you're a mature player, when you're starting to maybe lose a little bit of your physical acumen, is that you have to become just to have better football sense. And now that he's been doing it long enough, I, I think he's maybe not going to, I think he's worthy of consideration for the hall of fame. It's just not going to be one of those first ballot guys won't be a shoe down the line. When you, when you take, take a step back and look at his career, um, one super bowl may not be enough for some of those voters. Um, but I think, you know, just, the, the, his, to be that good for that long, I think you have to take in consideration. And especially now that it, he's at this point in his career, at this age, still looking as good as he is. I uh, So I don't know if that's the question you're asking, which is, you know, I, I still don't think people take him seriously as the upper echelon of elite quarterbacks. But you got to give the guy so much credit for being so good for so long. And yeah. and unlike a Dak Prescott, sorry, Cowboys fans, taking... <laughs> Taking the team yeah. all the way. Now I and and I will tell you, golf. I, golf to me does not have to at this point does not have the makings of that sort of long term elite quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think he can be too spotty. Yeah. He can totally feel free to prove me wrong. But I think he's a real kind of up and down quarterback yeah. and can only be relied on so much. I don't. I think if Detroit didn't have a running game, yeah, they'd have a lot tougher time. But you know. He he looks good. He, I know, he can and he, look good. And he's he's he has led a team to a Super Bowl, and the, and who knows if yep. he'll do it this year? It'll be interesting to see. Um, with in terms of Matthew Stafford, um, you know, just to add to the conversation, because something that would bolster his resume is another Super Bowl win or two. And I just want to clarify, you know, my prediction, of course, of winning yes. twenty three Super Bowls in a row. That you know was eleven. All with and Stafford. Uh, well, here's the thing: is my, first of all, that prediction starts next year. I just I I wanted to make sure that that was clear when I made that prediction. So that's oh, that's why yeah. they didn't well, you mean it. oh yes. okay and and gotcha. so i figure All stafford's right. got you know what two to five years if we're lucky five is maybe pushing it but so yeah that's at least two to five more super bowls that he's gonna add to his resume i think then <laughs> i mean the hall of fame is a shoe in when he when he wins two yeah. to five of the next 23 yeah. super bowls in a row that the rams are gonna win All right all right. Well, there. I mean, that's good. Well, that's good to know. It makes me feel better about the guy because I do want to get you know him the uh, the accolades he deserves. So yeah, I mean, two to five Super Bowls uh, for him looking ahead. And 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 the really interesting thing though is to think that potentially one of the 
last couple of Super Bowl wins that the Rams have in those 23, uh, that 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 quarterback may not have even been born yet. <laughs> no, probably not it born. Might be, it, might, it might be my child. I, I don't have a child, or I don't have one I, on the way, but no. you know, we can start dreaming, right? We can start dreaming. Sure. Kevin Schatz yeah. Jr., uh, 20, uh, uh, four of the last 23 Super Bowls in a row that the Rams win. Yeah, looking forward Crazy to it. Crazy legs Schatz <laughs> is, uh, is the guy. That's See, it, when you do have kids, I think you have to at Crazy. least consider nicknaming it if not giving it on the birth certificate it's but nicknaming it the uh, the crazy legs crazy legs, crazy legs it shots. will be on the that's birth a great name for sure yes. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad i'm glad we can smile i'm glad we can laugh a day after the rams get eliminated on welcome to the bandwagon ah. uh it's going to be harder to get people on the bandwagon when the when the rams get eliminated but uh we we're here we're here if you want to if you want to hop on i'm i'm always going to be encouraging of People joining not just our bandwagon as a podcast, but the Rams bandwagon. Hop on board because because uh, LA LA definitely could use the help in in, in that fan well, base just, department. Just remember where we were last season at this time, and that was watching every other team but the Rams and and a few others not play in a playoff game. Yep, and coming off a miserable season and the genuine question mark at the beginning of this season, uh, which continued unfortunately into about five or six games in, whether or not we'd even have the chance to play in a game like this. Yeah. And I think McVeigh referenced it, uh, you know, post-game that, uh, and others uh, on the team, that uh, there were a whole lot of people that counted them out. And then suddenly there was a Rams bandwagon in the last yeah. six, seven games. And, and it was, and what's funny is that I think it was that loss to the Ravens. <laughs> a loss to the Ravens that actually turned people around because yep. we were so competitive and we had all our players on the field and we really played them right to the end, yep. uh, which showed that th- there could be something special happening. I think this was a special season. I think the fact that we can say that uh, 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 the, the the draft that we had as uh, you know, with the lower picks that we had this season turned out to be very fruitful uh, no. Not just Puka Nakua, but uh, Steve Avila. I've been mispronouncing yeah, his name for Avila. weeks. I apologize, Steve Avila, um, amongst others. I mean, there's a there is such a great group to build on. Yeah, Kobe that, Turner, uh, Byron Young. I mean, these guys. It's just uh, yeah. Davis Allen. Uh, yeah, it's there's a lot. There really is a lot to look forward to in the future. This team was not expected to perform the way it did, and and it's it's really a treat, you know, considering this is our second season of doing this podcast, and the first season was was just so kind of dreadful in terms of the Rams' record, and it was nice to watch oh, a team not do in well. In terms of our podcast, you well, mean, yeah, well, I'm, yeah, because we yeah. we showed very little improvement. In fact, you could probably argue that we've declined in our in our content. Um. Yeah, yeah, we did spend a lot of time on dog poop today. We That's did. True. I mean, it, not a lot of time, but more than maybe we should have ever. Uh, well, the, look, uh, the listener is lucky because off the air, that's pretty much all we talk about. So you're lucky we don't bring it on more, true. quite frankly. It's true. Yeah, you're lucky you're not on the text chain, people. Uh, well, look, uh, unfortunately, though, with uh, no more playoff games that the Rams are part of, there might be more poop talk to come. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll try and keep it to a minimum yes. and only critical poop talk. Only critical poop talk, uh, yes. You can find us uh, anywhere you get your podcasts if you're inclined to hang on at all. If you jumped on the bandwagon here toward the end of the season because you felt like the Rams had something special, you are right. They still will, and we will be here as Ram fans with that perspective uh, for the rest of the uh, playoff 
and uh, playoffs and on to the Super Bowl, as a matter of fact. Here, that's the last thing I want to ask you, Kevin, now that we've had – I know it's hard because there are still two games that we don't know the results of today. Uh, but what is your prediction for teams in the Super Bowl as we stand now? You go in Lions from the NFC – Versus, I'm, yeah, I, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to ignore the Ravens. I, I think, yeah. I, I, you know, they haven't played this weekend, but yeah, I'm, my pick is going to be Lions Ravens. Yeah, with uh, yeah. because because I'm going to let the favoritism shine through. I'm going to say, Ly- I think Lions are winning the Super Bowl this year. I'm going for it. Wow. Okay, that would be huge for that uh, that terrible city. Um, <laughs> the, the wonderful people in those that terrible. The wonderful city. people in that terrible terrible and, city. And we can all all toast our pastrami egg roll or whatever the hell that was. Oh man. <laughs> All right, speaking of poop, I got to go now. Just there talking about it. There uh, welcome to the bandwagon where the poop talk is only only critical poop talk. See you next week. <laughs> welcome to the bandwagon. 